Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out. And there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate This Girl Life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. Episode 46, welcome back to This Girl Life podcast, you guys. Did you all watch Bachelor last night? Because it was fantasy sweet. Bound chicka wing. Maybe that's why I have that phrase in my head. I just keep in my head. I keep hearing bound chicka wing. Well, it was yeah. I I guess maybe because Peter right got down into Bachelor. We just had to I mean, dive right in, guys. It's on my head. He got down. That's all I have to say. Again, I questioned. I asked myself, why am I watching this season? Yeah, I, I just getting dumber and dumber. I'm really, yeah. I mean, I'm like, just he even deserve the respect to like talk about it. Should we talk about another bow chicka bow moment? Okay, so if you guys have seen our Instagram, then you know that we have been alluding a little bit of a secret and that there's a big announcement coming. So it's here. It's here. Yeah. We're gonna do the big announcement right now. Hold on. Are to you your ready? seats? I feel like we need a sound effect. I just added it in. It's perfect. You won't know. <laughs> um, so what's the announcement? Adam, Adam and I are pregnant. Hand clapping. Hand clapping. Thank you. Thank you. I am 19 weeks today. She's been hiding it. I've been hiding it. I have. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're really excited. We are having a little girl. So Quinny is getting a sister and I'm due in the middle of July. I'm super excited and it's just going to be, we're really excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm an auntie times too. Yeah, you are. I know. It's been, we, I'm, I'm so happy she's announcing on here. Like this is the <laughs> first place she is announcing you guys. So this is big. Even on Instagram yet, guys. Yeah. Not even on Instagram. So true listeners are going to be like, oh my gosh, you're the first to know. You're absolutely the first. No, you heard it here first. Yeah. I'm so excited. How are you feeling? You know, I feel I'm starting to feel pregnant. Yeah. You don't look it. Like, thanks. I just like, I think it's maybe because I have an 18 month old and I'm pregnant and I just feel run down and tired. But for the most part, like I have some, still have food aversions, but I feel pretty good. Like yeah. I'm not nauseous. I just am chugging along. I'm almost halfway there. I can't believe it. It's nuts. 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 I'm so excited. And it's so great to have a baby in the summer. Like, I feel yeah. like it's just there is. There's something. I have Blakely in April, and I felt like we kind of missed that, like, sickness that, like, you're worried right. about. So, ooh, it's going to be so good for you. And I think about it now, like, if I had a baby today, it's, like, snowing yeah. and freezing. And, like, I couldn't go outside. So, yeah, mm. we are super excited and just, like, elated. And Quinny points to my tummy when I ask where mm. the baby is. And it's just, it's really exciting. So we're very happy. So send your well wishes her way, you guys. And thanks for yeah. announcing on TGL. <laughs> Maybe that's why I had bouncing wow on my head. Yeah, I think that's exactly why. <laughs> exactly why you did. Oh, my goodness. All right. I guess we're going to dive in to our favorite segment. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's yay and nay with Wit and K. All right. Oh, shit. So I went first last week for yay and nay. So maybe you should go first. Okay. Yeah. 
yay. My yay. I'm having a baby. (laughs) I know. I was like, I could very make this very easy and pick my pregnancy, but I will not do that. My yay is Adam and I just finalized our couple's trip, our baby moon. Now I can call it what it actually is, a baby moon. It's not just a couple's trip. We booked our hotel in Palm Springs and all of our flights are booked and we're going. And I'm very excited. Yay. That's so exciting. I want to go to Palm Springs. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to just like be hot and lay out by the pool. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to look for pictures. And you have to go to like one of those cute hotels where it's all like old school and Palm Springies. And I make Adam take pictures of me in front of pink balls and stuff. Yes. Oh, totally. Love totally. it. Love it. I know. I know. <laughs> You're like, suck it up. I'm pregnant. You have to be Instagram husband. <laughs> exactly. Like, get over it. Okay. My yay. Oh, man. I don't know why. This is not that easy today. Um, hmm. Guys. Guys. I'm struggling. Your nails look cute. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's a good yay. Yeah. So um, I did get my nails done, but I have a really positive yay. Have a child. I hope I'm putting blessings out to your child that you have a child that will literally sit there next to you while you get your nails done. I just. That's so fun. Yeah. I just take her along with me. She sits in that little chair and, you know, here's my little tip because the lady, when I was doing my nails, was like, wow, she just sits here. I'm like, you want to know my tip? Don't, don't give them. And this may cause some controversy. So I'm not trying to like mommy shame, but this is my tip. This is what has helped me. I don't give her an iPad unless it's an event like that. Yeah. So it's such a gift to her. Yeah. (laughs) She's so, right. She's so happy. Right. So that's my tip. And yeah, I mean, they turned out cute. Yeah. They're so cute. Couldn't get my contact out. I was looking at you. They're so long. Last night I was like, can't get my contact out. <laughs> and I poke my eyeball out. Oh. All right. What's your name? My nay. I don't know. I'm feeling the good. Um, my nay is that bachelor's almost over because this season has been so wonderfully drama filled that I'm freaking loving it. Like I hate it and I feel stupid for watching it, but I'm kind of sad. It's almost over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are we supposed to, I'm sure bachelor in paradise will be here soon. Like it's got to start like two weeks later. Right. Yeah. I'm sure. But like, it's so bad. It's so good that I'm going to be so sad when it ends. Yeah. You know, you need to start watching American Idol. I already. Okay. There you go, guys. That's a whole other thing we could talk about. I'm always so impressed by that show. I'm just so annoyed with Luke Bryan because he thinks everyone is as good as Carrie Underwood. I know. It's so He like bows down to everyone. And I'm like, you are a terrible singer. So why you judge this show? How are you famous? And I love him. Like, I think he's a great entertainer, but I'm like, your voice is terrible. It's quite funny. I Some of our conversations, I just... <laughs> like, if I was as handsome as Luke Bryan, I could be famous because our voices are basically on the same level. And yeah. I'm tone deaf for those of you who don't know. <laughs> so You're not saying. that bad. We have we have to have a whole other segment on AI, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, what's your name? My name, my name is going to be false eyelashes. Oh. Okay. Reason why. I love them and I hate them. Okay. Love them, hate because now it's like, I hate going and getting them done. But once now, if I take these bad boys off, I'm going to look like I have no eyelashes. I will be bald. So it's like, you're just screwed. Like you have a moment of looking good. It's almost like I'm putting, I might be, oh, 
I'm putting my hair extensions back in, Kristen. I know. I saw. Yeah. I'm so excited. But it's like one <laughs> one extension in and this might go. So now I'm going to be a baldy. <laughs> well, you'll have enough on your head to cover up, you know, the ones on your eyes. I know. So just tip to you guys, don't get eyelash extensions. Just like plaster them on. Just Unless you're me. me. And then I would say get them because I love them and I have them all the time. I know. But for some reason, yours always look way better. I get mine filled not enough. Like, I don't I have enough. a great eyelash girl who I, like, enjoy hanging out with. I just saw her today, actually. Well, there you go, you guys. If you're in Denver, Kristen will give you her number. Oh, yeah, I will. Absolutely. Hit me, hit me up. All right. Let's introduce you guys this episode. Super Woo! pumped. It's our first re, like, it's our guest. Repeat guest. Repeat yeah. guest. Yeah. yeah. Repeater. We have on Sarah Boyd, who is the ultimate marketing and influencer guru. So if you are a blogger, if you are a small business, if you literally have any online presence or want to grow your online presence, Sarah gives us some super tangible tips today on how to grow our space, how to create our own brands. And she's honestly just a guru. She owns her own companies, writes for Forbes. Guys, influencer guru. Yeah, this is one you don't want to miss. Get out your notepad. You will be taking notes. We were taking notes <laughs> and we're going to be implementing it in our own um, lives. So enjoy our repeat episode with Sarah Boyd. All right, Sarah. So doing what you have done, you've been doing it a while. You have seen what works in the long run and what doesn't work for influencers. So what's one thing you've seen influencers doing that works? And then one thing that really is not working? Yeah. So I've been in this world for about 10 years now, which is crazy. It was in the very beginning of influencer marketing. And I've seen a lot rise to success and large followings and large brand deals quickly and some kind of fade off into the distance. Um, and I think the most successful influencers that I've seen, um, and I know you probably hear this all the time, is authenticity. Um, but I can go a little bit deeper into that. So um, we represent a lot of influencers that are moms. So for instance, being super raw and super open about what's happening in your life, the you know mom fails that you're having, the um, you know just a day in the life because you then become so relatable and you're like everyone else because all these people following, they think you're this you know glamorous perfect person and no one is. So you have to be really real and really honest and kind of show all sides of yourself. Um, when I see influencers doing that, it really, um, it really skyrockets their growth. Uh, one that I follow that I've seen her grow so quickly over the years is Krista Horton. I don't know if you follow her. Yeah, She has just grown exponentially because she is real and raw and open and says anything that comes into her mind and, um, her fans trust her and they, they, continue to grow with her um, and they feel like they're friends. So that is really what I see in terms of fast growth. Um, the people that don't grow as fast are the ones that aren't taking it seriously as a job because it can be a very lucrative job and a, a full-time profession. So, you know, when I see some people, they'll post once a month, once every two weeks, you have to be consistent. You have to have a strategy and a plan and that's when I see people kind of tapering off is when they're not treating it as a business. Yeah. That is such good tips. As you're speaking to two, yeah, 
two micro influencers who would love to do that. I'm like, I haven't posted in a week. That's why. Um, so I would love to know <laughs> what your opinion is on. There's so many different mediums that we can approach to social media from blogs to podcasts to Instagram to TikTok. Now, where do you see attention kind of driving in the future? Yeah. Uh, TikTok, you mentioned that has been all the buzz recently, and I encourage all of our talent to get on it ASAP because you can ride the wave before it explodes into something as large as Instagram. You're one of the very few people that are on it from the beginning. Um, so even if it's not going to be your platform of choice, at least get in there early and be an early adopter. So um, I would say definitely TikTok is something coming up in the future. Uh, blogs. They have kind of been tapering off for a while. I have a few talent that are really successful with their blogs, but most people want that short, quick content, which is Instagram. Uh, a lot of the brand campaigns are mostly Instagram right now. And then YouTube. So people are loving video content. So uh, whether that's really highly produced YouTube channels or very easy, you know, iPhone videos. It could be either one, but people are loving video content still. Facebook Watch, I've been seeing a lot of recently, um, which is competitive to YouTube. And a lot of Facebook Watch, they're really pushing that content up higher on the feed. And Facebook is where a lot of people are right now, especially depending on your demographic you're, you're trying to hit. Um, it's a little bit older than the Instagram and TikTok market and YouTube market, uh, but there's a lot of people there that do purchase things. So um, don't forget about Facebook, but I do think video content is number one right now, whether that's through Instagram stories, YouTube, Facebook watch, IG live, um, TikTok. So, you know, all platforms are important, but get on all of them and see which one works. Like if you start going viral on TikTok, people are liking that content, continue, you know, putting your efforts there. So I would say, listen to what your fans like right. and kind of go in that direction, but always keeping in mind video is very, very important right now for brands. Yeah, definitely. We, we're learning very quickly that people, uh, cause we both have blogs, Instagram, um, but people love just to see, like they'd almost rather see you present the information than just read yeah. it on a blog anymore. So it's true. who has the time and patience to read anymore? Right. You're like, read like it to quit. me, like uh -huh. <laughs> read your blog post totally. to me. <laughs> and you can repurpose that content across all channels in different ways. It could be the same exact content and you can get so much more out of it by using the different platforms for what they are and what people want it for. Right. That's something I've thought about implementing is literally almost taking my blog post and doing a correlating video, pretty much just reading it and just doing a little bit different and putting it with that blog post and then spamming it across and seeing if people pick up on it a little more. So I think yeah. I'm going to implement it after our chit chat here because <laughs> I was just chatting with my husband about it. But um, sounds like forced me to get on TikTok after I've been fighting it for so long. <laughs> Same. I mean, I started one just to like be fun. And it's interesting the videos that get picked up because with TikTok, I, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Disclaimer. But I, I did post a couple and one was at the Missoni show in LA a couple weeks ago. And that one has gotten all of the traffic. I don't know if it's because of the song that I use that's trending or because of the content or because of the image that was, you know, the cover image. I don't understand the algorithm there yet, but 
Um, certain things go viral, certain things don't. So you just have to like trial and error it and see what works and what yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Well, let's jump really quick. I'm going to go, Kristen, out of order. We love to have just some questions in mind. But talking about al algorithms, what do you see your thought on Instagram changing the game, changing the algorithm, throwing out there that they're going to get rid of likes, then they haven't, the shadow banning? What's your thoughts? Because you're the expert in this field. Yeah. So the likes thing, I was actually very excited about. As a mom, all I do is stress out about my daughter that's four now when she's you know, Instagram age and how that will affect young kids. Um, so I was all for it. And, you know, for our talent, we still have all of the information that we need to sell brands and, and sponsored content. I was so excited. And then it only happened to a few people that I don't know what's going on with it anymore, but <laughs> yeah. I can still see likes. Everyone else can pretty much still see likes. Um, so we'll see if they continue to roll that out. But I, I am 100% for it. Yeah. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, share with people what exactly, because I think that was the biggest thing for influencers, maybe micro that don't work with people like you. Like what, what are the things that they should be sharing with brands? Because people were so worried that brands are only looking at likes. What are those okay. things that they can be like, no, 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 here are my other insights that they need, that the brands need to know about? Yeah. So brands previously, a few years ago, all brands cared about is the follower count. And that can be skewed. You could have a million followers and have a 0% engagement rate, or you could have 200,000 followers with a 10% engagement rate. It could, you know, you're still hitting the same amount of people. So you, um, you really want to showcase the, your Instagram story views, whether that's a screen grab of those views. Um, you want to show an average. You don't want to show too high and then a brand gets excited and then you underperform. Um, so take an average amount of views and use that as your you know, baseline, um, take that screen grab, you share that with brands. You also want to screen grab anything in your analytics. So a big thing that brands look for now is, um, a large percentage of us following, especially us brands, because that's the only audience that they're attracting with this ad. Um, you also want to show who your audience is, is it male or female? So a lot of the brands that we work with want majority female following, um, and also they take into account likes and comments and engagement and all of that. If you have a shop style, reward style, or any sort of affiliate, that's great to show to brands because it proves how much you sell or, um, how many swipe ups you get. All of those, um, analytics are things that brands take into account because brands come to you for many different reasons. Um, a lot of brands nowadays come to you for sales. So they want to see what you can sell based on how much they pay you. Um, another reason brands come to you is for brand awareness, which is just get it out there to as many eyeballs as they can possibly get it out to. Um, so really trying to work with the brand from the beginning, asking what their, um, final cool, scope yeah. of work and like ask all of these questions from the beginning, like ask what the scope of work is, ask what their brief is. And you can look at it, ask what their goal is at the end of this campaign. Is it for you to sell? If so, how many units are they expecting you to sell? So you have these clear goals and deliverables in mind from the beginning. So you can kind of work backwards from there. So you can attempt to get a longer term campaign with this brand. You never want to take one deal and then you underperform and you don't know what their goals are. Um, and, and then you, this is, you know, ammunition for you to go back and try to secure a six month, 12 month deal with them. You know, so you that's always the end all be all, right? It's <laughs> yeah. long term ambassadorship.
Absolutely. You just gave so many good tips for people wanting to work with brands. What is your advice for people? So I don't have a swipe up. So a lot of times that's a thing that brands, they want you to sell units. And that's the easiest way for them to see conversion is the swipe up. So what would be your tip for influencers that want to work with brands but don't have that? Like, well, you have your link in bio. That is very valuable. You're, I forget you, know, you get your link in bio. You can also use it on different platforms if they're really stuck on Instagram. Sometimes brands have you put the link in the actual caption. I don't love it, but you know, there's a lot of people that look at Instagram on their computer while they're at work or while they're doing something else. So <laughs> they can easily copy and paste that link. Yeah. Um, you could drive them to your Facebook page. You could drive them to another you know, platform that does have that link in there. Um, you, or you could sometimes just give them a code and say like, hey, I don't have a swipe up link, but go to that brand's website and use promo code XYZ. And that's trackable for you as well. Great tip. Yeah. Look at that. Now everyone fell on Instagram. <laughs> so how can we um, get more creative as bloggers and influencers to kind of differentiate our, like our brand and us from others? Because I know there's some people, and again, I love Skinny Confidential, but she's always like, oh, blogging, it's not saturated. It's not. But you know what? It is pretty saturated. Um, and it's easy to say that when you're doing really well, I think. But what do, what's one thing that we can do to get really creative to just start differentiating ourselves? Yeah. So I have a three, three tips for uh, someone to build a brand and to build a strong brand. Um, you know, number one is have a vision. I am queen of vision boards and you're never going to know, you know, what your end goal is. Like I said in the previous question is unless you have that vision and you have those goals set, I am such a goal setter. And, you know, whether it's every day, every month, every year, five year, 10 year, have a plan of where you want to be, because how do you know if you're successful, if you don't have that goal in place? So if you're an influencer, say you're a micro-influencer, which by the way, every brand wants micro-influencers. So you are in luck. Um, you know, if, if you want to become the next, you know, move up to the next year, mid-tier influencer, what, what is your vision? Is it to grow in following? Is it to grow in revenue? Is it to travel more with your family? Is it for your husband to be able to quit his job so you could work together and you know, have a great life moving anywhere you want to get, you know, what are those goals for you? So write them all down, put them on a list. Um, so that's number one. Um, number two is write down a few different keywords of who you are as a brand or who you want to be as a brand. Um, so that could be, you know, mom, uh, lifestyle, and say you love coupons and cutting coupons, like those three could be your you know, your three keywords and everything that you do as a brand, think of yourself as a business and a brand, everything relates back to those three keywords. So if you do something that's travel, make sure you do it with a discount angle or, you know, anything that you do, make sure that it relates to those three keywords of you as a brand. It could be more than three, it could be five, you know, whatever really encompasses you, but keep it small. Keep it less than five, because then if you turn into like 15 keywords, then you're all over the place. <laughs> you want to be really focused Specific. and you want people to know you as, you know, a couple of things. Um, and then always refer back to those keywords, no matter what. 
Um, and then number three is elevator pitch often. Get your elevator pitch of who you are as a brand. Um, naturally, people in the industry want to help you, but they need to know who you are, what you do, so then they can take that and whatever meeting they go to next or whoever they meet next, they know exactly how to describe you and who you are and what you would be good for. So as long as you keep those keywords, the vision, um, and that elevator pitch and tell everyone that elevator pitch, whether it's you as a brand, whether you have a brand, um, and just tell every single person you meet. And an elevator pitch, if you guys don't know, it's um, like a 10 second like elevator pitch that you can say <laughs> in the length of an elevator ride, who you are and why people need to work with you. Um, so create that and you have to really focus it in and get every keyword that you need in that pitch and every single person you meet, that's who you are. Yeah. So um, I think the more people you can tell that to, the more people will help and, and know exactly, you know, who you are as a brand and can relay that information and hopefully bring you more business. I love that. Yeah. I love I that like, thinking retrospectively about my own space and about TGL and I just something like, that's so hard for me though is when you're not into selling yourself necessarily like that there's some people that are so good at that you know and it's just like natural for me I'm not I'm not as as good as that at that like yeah. I have to ask Kristen I'm always like so Kristen um how do I like write this brand back <laughs> about this because it's just it's not my gift but I think if I definitely narrowed it down and was like comfortable with it then I might it just would like roll yeah. off my tongue Totally. Yeah, and you don't have to think of it as a pitch. You can just be like, hey, I'm a content creator. I'm a mom. I love travel, and I love a deal. Like, <laughs> that's all it could be. Yeah. And, you know, you could say it in different ways and practice it to make it feel comfortable. It's not like you're you're giving this big business pitch to everyone you meet. Yeah. You just say who you are because you're your own brand. Yeah. One thing I really love, Sarah, is you wrote for Forbes, which is mm -hmm. uh, badass, by the way. And you talked about trends. So I would love to hear your thoughts on trends in 2020 and what we can kind of expect to see in the whole influencer world. Um, yeah, so definitely the uh, TikTok trend is booming <laughs> right now. Um, other trends, again, micro-influencers, uh, a lot of interest in micro-influencers. I would suggest signing up. There's tons of platforms out there that you can work with. Um, I can share with you after this to put in show notes if you have different companies that people can sign up for uh, to get you know included in these campaigns. And maybe it's free product, maybe it's a hundred bucks, but those add up and it can build you in this space. Um, and really, people are looking for the authentic influencer that really uh, stays true to their brand. So whether that's um, talking about you know, finding these brands that are in your wish list and really talking about them organically on your feed. Um, that's what brands are looking for. They're getting really smart and it's not the wild, wild west anymore of social media and influencer marketing. Brands are using analytics. They're really data driven and um, they can see now if you've organically talked about their product. So I would really suggest um, brands that you truly love, again, make a list, make your goal wish list of all the brands that you love and talk about them on your social. They, you know, the decision maker is usually on the other end of the phone, reading those comments and reading those, you know, posts that you're doing about them. So um, I would say really just being your authentic self and talking about everything that you truly love and um, things will come, I promise. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that is a good tip. And yeah. honestly, you uh, you can see in a lot of the established influencers and bloggers, that's kind of what they've done. So whatever it might be in. So if it's lifestyle, you can see them constantly talking about the same things over and over and over because they do use them. And the next thing you know, they are sponsors on their podcasts or like, yes, right. you know. I see it all the time. Yeah. All the time with our talent. But like, for instance, one of our talent, her name's Jana Kramer. She's a country music artist. We and love Jana. What you love Jana. Yeah. So <laughs> she was, her daughter had eczema. She tried every product. She ended up um, finding a product that she absolutely loved. It cured her daughter's eczema. She told me, you know, how much she loved the brand. She tagged them organically. So then our job is we went and pitched the brand and we got her a huge deal with them. So that is how things work. And she's such a fan of the brand. And then now she's getting paid by the brand that she was like, working. I know talking. exactly who you're talking about too. Oh, I don't yeah. see the post you're talking about. Yeah. There you go. So it yeah. worked. Totally. So that's how the best relationships happen. In my opinion is what, like every talent that we sign on, we ask them, take a picture of your medicine cabinet, take a picture under your sink, take a picture of your pantry, give us that list of what you're buying and what you're using. And that's going to be our wish list of who we want to work with. Yeah, I I love, I love that. And I've actually started to do that. So I love and I've seen progress in my own, not to where I want it to be, but I am seeing progress. So yeah, it's a huge tip. I love this. Okay, we are going to dive in to do some um, just kind of like fast questions. We thought it would be fun to just wrap up, see what you're thinking about things in general. So again, you can take a minute and think or you can just like spit it off. We just love doing <laughs> fast questions. Okay, I love it. Okay, Kay, do you want to start? Sure. Favorite influencer right now doing really cool different things? I'm obsessed with Krista Horton. I, I, I think because I'm a mom, I just love her. Like maybe her brand partnerships aren't the ones I love, but I just love her as an influencer. I think she's so fun to follow. Yeah, she is. Favorite brand to work with you personally, if you work with brands? Of me as do an influencer? Per- do you personally work with brands? Or I guess just in your company, maybe there's one you yeah. love that you've worked with for a long time. Um, let's see. You can say your own uh, brand that you have, Jana. (laughs) 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 That is a fun one, though, because I get to work with all these different moms and mom brands, and it's a whole different world for me. So it it is a lot of fun working on that. What is your favorite beauty product? I am so not a beauty girl, but um, dry shampoo is definitely my favorite. I love Orbe. Because it smells amazing. And it also has, I'm uh, in my late 30s now, so I'm getting grays. And they have uh, brown hair dry shampoo. And I live for it. Yeah. They, I know. Dry shampoo is just like my go-to all the time. What's your favorite coffee order? I am a tea drinker. I love a tea. I am the only mom probably you'll ever meet that does not like coffee. Um, but my tea order is, um, I love a black tea with steamed coconut milk and no added sugar, just the two of those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm good to go. Oh, I need to, st- I need to try that because I'm switching from coffee. I'm trying to completely switch. And so I love coconut milk. So I should do that. I should just, yeah. 
and it's no sugar. It's none of the, you know, added crap in it. And it's delicious and it keeps you going throughout the day. Okay. Are you watching The Bachelor? Duh. Thoughts. <laughs> okay. We, this is not even fast question. Who do you think is going to win? Who do you think wins? Well, I looked at the spoilers and oh. I think I know. Yeah. But Lynn, let's ask. I what do you Hannah think? Ann. I like her. You like Hannah I Ann? Like Hannah. I like Hannah Ann. Yeah. What do you think of this season? Uh, I think the girls are so young. No one is ready for marriage. Like, by the way, I was like almost 30 when I got married and I felt like I was too young. They're like 22. Right. Right. I know. It's like not believable. I'm sorry, Bachelor, but you like franchise, you need to figure this out because it's And not. I hate to say this because I'm going to try to get them all on the podcast, but yeah. they just want to be Instagram influencers <laughs> at this point. Uh, and like, by the way, yes, you're right with Bachelor, like. Cleveland where they paid a million dollars to go there or something like they they make Cleveland seem like ooh, we're in uh Spain oh, right now oh no, that was so funny crazy yeah we do it have to touch a on contrived. Peter gashing his head open because he hit a golf cart and shattered glass in right. his own head like how drunk was he Right, that's, I want to know. Like, tell us the full story here. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's a little, it's a little too produced, I think. Yeah. Now yeah. I saw he was on Nick Vile's podcast and was like, "I'm not trying to make stupid decisions," and I'm like, "Well, it sure looks like you are." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Peter, you're. It's it's struggling, but. Okay, that was it. That was our fast, which that was hilarious because that really wasn't a fast round. Like, but we always, we just really want to get specific, I guess. So maybe we should come up with a different name. You know, but that was fun. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm going to go back and listen to this a hundred times and take a thousand tips on how to be a better influencer. <laughs> Love it. I hope it helps. It, it did. It did. And thank you. You're our second, you're our first repeat guest. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. So thank you for joining us today and giving us all the tips. You're welcome.